Alrighty then, welcome back to Blue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Check us out on iTunes. Search Glue or search Glue Guys. Check us out on Twitter at BK Glue Guys. Thank you for everyone for following us on Twitter. Did you shout out the BrooklynGame.com? Uh, you can also check us out on the BrooklynGame.com. There's going to be a ton of great content coming up. I'm sure. You got. You got <laughs> Probably some... shouldn't say that. Shouldn't <laughs> promise that. No, I'm sure they will though. I'm sure they will. Um. So we are here. We are in the midst of the uh, Kenny Atkinson honeymoon phase. Is that right? I mean, I, that's what I'm feeling personally. Uh, you really like that that I, introductory um, press conference, huh? I was at the DMV to met today, and I listened to the uh, at Kenny Atkinson, <laughs> Adrian Wojnarowski Jesus. interview. Yeah, got me fired up. Did got you? me fired up. I felt like hot takes, takeaways. Let's give it. Um, let's, let's I mean. Hear it. So, like, the hottest of hot takes is that, like, I'm a believer. That's, I, that's a hot take. I understand his appeal. It, it, one, he, and this is sort of like, a, I don't think this actually matters, but it's a thing that I like, is that he really enjoys this area. I mean, mm. he's from Long Island. He believes in the, what it means to be a New York, in New York City playing basketball. I think that's... What do you know about it? You're from Maryland. What do you know about he, it? From there, I mean... Yeah. The, even growing up in Maryland, you knew, and you know, DC is one of the best basketball areas in the country. Kevin Durant, Michael Beasley, sure. those two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like in it, even growing up there, it was the idea of like New York was like the mecca of basketball, right? Mm. And Kenny Atkinson believes in that. He lives in Brooklyn. He's really, I didn't know that. Yeah, he said that already. He's yeah, he has a place, and he says, you know, it felt really important to me to to live in Brooklyn. He said two season ticket holders walked up to him. Uh, when he was playing at the park, the first time he went to the park with his kids, which seems unbelievable because how many season yeah. ticket holders really? There's like five thousand in the whole city. Yeah. <laughs> so two of them, I think that was yeah. a lie. He's already lying to the fans. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. I think the fact that his player development background is so lauded is exciting. Yeah, I like his. I like that he comes. He's the youngest of seven brothers or something. Yeah, what's that about, Mike? He's second youngest of eight brothers. Wow. Uh, what does that say? What does that? What, what can he bring to the table with that? Those experiences, chip on his shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. having been scratch beaten. claw. <laughs> he, I mean, he talked about he used to be beaten. Yeah, a lot. It's important. It sounds awful. That's the problem with me. I never got my. I never got my beatens. You have two sisters, right? I, and so I ended up like this, like a little twerp. That's what like happened. Putty, to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like putty. I had two stepbrothers, but yeah. they weren't nothing. They, I mean, they weren't. They weren't you couldn't handle. They were, yeah, yeah. One, I was a foot taller than, Jeez. even though he's four years older than me. Oh my god! At, at the time, and now he didn't even get me. your get his beatings in early, like when no. he had the chance. No, I was always because he knew. He was, was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a young Brian Bosworth. Yeah, maybe. Um, no, and uh, and I I I generally believe that he's like excited to be here, and you didn't always get that from Lionel Hollins. You got the reverse almost immediately. It seemed, <laughs> it seemed like it was pretty clear he did was not want to be Kidd there. Was Jason Kidd excited to be here? Jason Kidd doesn't have that feeling. He doesn't. His only yeah. emotion is a sort of you know homicidal distance. You know, <laughs> that's the that's the only thing he feels. Uh, so excitement for being here. Uh, the fact that he communicated with his players that he actually has reached out and talked he said to Woj that the, one of the first things he wanted to do was actually talk to his players which seems mm. you like something you would do but mm -hmm. it doesn't happen often it doesn't happen without a pro did, coach does that did you think it was awkward at all that uh like 
um, Sean Kilpatrick and Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Markel Brown were all like front row for that press conference at the Industry City it. place. I felt like he couldn't be like as honest as he wanted to be. He had to. They were sitting front row, awkward. I don't know <laughs> if they had been in the back row or something. Then they're constantly there's like this feeling out process. Be like, I'm gonna care about you guys, the four of you. Like I'll, I'm really excited. I'll begin for to be your Faja. Your Faja is here. He did talk about <laughs> Sean Kilpatrick a ton. Like in multiple yeah. interviews, I heard him bring up Sean Kilpatrick. How like he's gonna be well, sitting front front row everywhere. That's yeah. why. Yeah, <laughs> every interview teacher's he goes pets. to. Those are all teachers' pets. <laughs> every radio show he's on, he's. Kilpatrick's watching him. That's the guy he talks about, not Brooke Lopez. Even though he's he doesn't show up. Um, No, I I was sitting again. I was sitting in the DMV, and I was thinking, you know what? I'm excited to see what he does with the team. I hopefully they'll sign some players who are better than Shane Larkin and you know Thomas Robinson. You're sitting in the DMV. You put your pointer finger in there and said, you know what? I'm excited. You know what? Everyone around me who's depressed right now. Fired up for this season of Nets basketball. The I think the DMV is properly placed within our culture. I I don't I don't think it's it's overhyped or it's hyped. The fact of how just mind numbing that experience is. They could use a ball pit in there if they if the whole floor is just a ball pit. Do you have you seen would that change things? Have you seen what's by my bathroom right now? A ball pit? What? Literally. So this is not going to be a good story. You're going to put up your bad story horn in a second. <laughs> I promise you I won't. But I've been posting on Facebook. Uh, I've noticed this. Okay. Wait, somebody bought you this thing? No, no, no. So I've been posting on – because I'm – I don't know. I'm uh, You're a weird guy. This is going to be tough to explain to an audience. I think you should try. Basically, I've been finding tremendous bounce houses slash water slide utility areas. You call them bounce houses? Bounce houses. Everywhere, every state has a different name for this thing. Where I, when I, they call them moon bounces. Moon bounces, around. yeah. Uh, there was bouncy castles. You know, I don't like that. Like, bounce it's not always, not always a castle. Anyways, go on. I go with moon bouncer bounce house, but I think when it's a structure, it's more of a bounce house, which is what I've been putting up. You know, it's it's the latest one was a water slide out of a shark's mouth into a pool, right attached to a bounce house. It's all one thing. Sam's friend Kelly, one of the funniest people I know, actually sent me. Like, what do you call those balls that you put in ball pit balls? Uh, just, just balls, I think. Just, just so balls, I have some plastic balls. A pack of like fifty <laughs> ball pit balls. What are we gonna do with them? I don't know. Anyways, uh, the nets. Very tempted to hit the horn, just son. I know it kind of deserved it. Yeah. It really did deserve it. Uh, <laughs> Bry guy, what's your what's been your like takeaway with Kenny Atkinson? I mean, well, you, here's your, cons- your consumptions. <laughs> I'm still fascinated with how many heads are rolling in the Sean Marks era. Even David Nurse, the uh, new shooting coach, has the latest like Game of Thrones victim style victim. You know what I mean? Like, well, there's an obvious motivation behind that. Do you want to talk about that obvious motivation? I mean, it's... I mean, you're you're a DC guy. You have a you have an in. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't think we know he's not going to DC. I mean, the 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 guy that they hired is a personal friend. Of Kevin Durant uh, to be the new shooting coach. He, he even went on a spiritual journey with him. And uh, Did you read about that spiritual journey, by the way? I just saw that it happened. What happened on the spiritual journey? Well, one of the people that... So, there's, so we're, what we're talking about here is that the Nets hired a new shooting coach who is personal friend slash shooting coach to Kevin Durant. And in it, that he went on a spiritual journey with Kevin Durant. And one of the people that influenced Kevin Durant's uh, current... Uh, closeness with Christianity is a New York City pastor. New York City, Brian. Yeah. 
I mean, is that surprising? Just, just an, no. Oh, that's just another connection. Another connection. Another connection. You know, and if and if Durant there's really, so many at this point that I like, I lose the lose the plot. Can we list them all? We have um, the shooting coach. We have your Mark's brother. Well, just Rock Nation sports in general, whatever that, whatever that's called, whatever that thing <laughs> yeah. is. Kevin Durant's a part of a part of uh, his favorite pastors in New York City. His best friend is an employee now and spiritual colleague. It sounds what happens. In the, so what exactly happened? Did they like take ayahuasca or anything? <laughs> I hope there's something like that. If it's <laughs> we'll ask that in Durant's uh, enter interview with us. Apparently that stuff's um, so. There's like a big uh, tourist like ayahuasca economy that like pops up in these South American countries or whatever. Just like spiritual journey. See, like what tech it? tech CEOs are like, yeah, we got to find ourselves. Um, I heard Susan Sarandon talking about this on Mark Maron's podcast. Really, and she, that she did it, and she likes it. She did it, but she doesn't believe that it's... Yeah, so that's, this is the whole thing. It's like, you don't even know what these people are. They're just like spitting in your face, and they put some kind of crazy concoction <laughs> together. <laughs> it's just like a guy. He's not like some kind of priest, high priest or anything. He's just a guy. It's um, just a long line of like... Yeah. He's got a great job. He's got yeah. a great job spitting in gringo's faces. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's really what isn't this that, is. Isn't that the perfect job? Good. I like that job. Uh, so... Essentially, Kevin Durant will be in that, which is going to be exciting. It's going to be good for us. Uh, I don't know what the Kenny Atkinson really relationship is to Kevin Durant. But no, be sure serious. We'll how much? Out. How much? So, okay, so where are you on be the, serious. On be the serious. Kevin Durant to Brooklyn spectrum? I, I mean, I'm not even going to entertain it because it's just too exciting, and I also <laughs> don't believe it. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it's not even like it's not yeah. even on my radar. It would be it would be the oddest free agency move by an NBA player yeah. since like especially. Have you been ever. watching this Western Conference Finals? Why would Durant want to leave? I can't even understand OKC. how they keep winning. It's like they don't they don't look particularly good, or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like they're like. Well, it's because they don't put in points like the way the Warriors do. Like the Warriors' scoring is so obvious. We're going to set you up. We're going to pin the ball around or shoot a three. And it's like, oh, okay. But yeah. it's most of Westbrook's points are I'm like just driving to the hoop and I'm going to get something. Durant is all sort same of same thing. So he just like, like he just pulls up after like six feet. It's all like Dirk jumpers. Right? Um, also, Westbrook. Somebody needs to tell that guy to follow through on his three pointer. What is that shot? <laughs> that thing is getting more and more ridiculous every time I watch. There's some stat like he's the worst free or three point shooter who shot at as many threes, except for like who's uh what's that guy? Um, Josh Smith. Yeah. Except for Josh Smith. Josh Smith is well, he's two the worst. He's the jumping most. way too high. He jumps so yeah. high. On I don't know those what threes. that is. <laughs> he's jumping way too high. It's all part of his whole like yeah, persona, I, I just, right? I go all the way. 110% yeah. for everything. So you don't need to do that for a jump shot. And and then he just doesn't follow through. He's like, but so chess passes it up there. It's almost um, Sean Marion status. What's always awesome about the conference finals for me is that every year we sort of get like these like mascot heroes in a way. Like Della Vadova last year was the guy who everyone was became obsessed with uh who was not good but we love him like Bismack Biombo this year I don't is he a free I don't know if he's a free agent I, I think, think he, he might be right he's making himself he's, so he's much goddamn money yeah his and just someone's going to really regret it too yeah there there's going to be some owner who's watching the playoffs right now and is going to see that his two-handed blocks against Love and LeBron and just be like that guy's a yeah. 12 million dollar player yeah i mean he's he's it seems to be Reggie Evans with the ability to jump. That's that seems to be the case, um, which is good. It's better than Reggie Evans normal, you know, standard one point oh. But yeah, no, somebody's gonna regret whatever they pay him in the Dion tens Waiters. of millions of dollars. 
is oddly like super fun to watch. Super I don't know. involved yeah. in the Thunder's game plan. Yeah, he He's um, almost sort of like a point guard at times for the team. He controls the ball. Yeah, they've got a very odd odd team. Do you credit the coach? Like, is that the? Co- I mean, because they're playing. I mean, they're, so what? I mean, we're recording this on Tuesday night. They're gonna play against the Warriors tonight. You know, a lot can obviously happen, but he's already beaten one of the the best regular season teams of all time in the Spurs, and now he's doing pretty darn well against the yeah. Warriors. I I do I credit him a bit. I mean, there's a couple of things that like were obvious. Like he they, in the first game they had um, who are they? They were putting um. They had Dion Waiters uh, guarding Draymond Green, and they also had they also had Ennis Cantor guarding him. And then it's like, what was Robertson, whoever this guy is, doing if he's not guarding Draymond Green? That's that's his job, Shouldn't right? We? And then that's eventually what that his job became. Um, do you see that bit about Shaq being like Robertson wouldn't be able to talk to me? Do you see this? No. He was like, <laughs> it's a great bit. It it's very sounds good. Uh, he's like on you know the TNT broadcast. He's talking about how certain players just were not like able to talk to him. Among them was Tyrone Lue. He was just like, don't you just whatever. You can't say anything to me, no matter what. Um, so that's how you know he's a very generous, generous soul. Um, but yeah, I mean, I honestly the the team watching that team is so. Um, hectic it's so chaotic it's such a like they, they i think they do a lot of what um cleveland does in a way which is like they basically use their very athletic very tall and odd uh playmakers just to like do something they're just like here do, just do something and yeah. we have enough like good players to like figure it out once once that thing happens because they really only they'll like you know be running a very quick offensive set and then just do a really high screen and that's it that's the whole play right it's like high screen on russell westbrook I mean, that, that's what the waiters thing has been so interesting to me is that, like, they let him do stuff. And and then he'll get in the lane and pass it off to Westbrook, who's cutting the lane, like, a couple times. And it's just like – but, yeah. you know, and so the complaint against Scott Brooks, the previous coach, was that he basically did the same thing where it's like, Westbrook and Durant, just do stuff and we'll eventually mm-hmm. win the game. But it's working so much better now. Uh, they forced – uh, the Warriors to actually play big, which is something that like everyone was so scared of this death lineup that the Warriors have, and now some team has just been like, you know, what? we're just going to play Adams with Cantor, Adams with Ibaka, and it's worked. Are you Loves excited to- by the fact that it could be a Cavs Oklahoma or even a Raptors Oklahoma? I don't know finals. I think I would. You wanted that Warriors? No, yeah, I'd be there. just. I think I'd be disappointed. I'd buy into the fact that I I would be happy that Westbrook and Durant w- could possibly win one. Can I, can I say something? What? I am beginning to not like Steph Curry's on in-game persona, his whole deal. Dig into that why. The out-of-game stuff is fine. In-game specifically, he his celebrations, I it's like it's it's a combination of things. First of all, he celebrates a lot and very uh it's just a very common practice for him to just he's always shouting out to the man upstairs and doing shimmies and things it's almost to the sure. point of dickishness i i would say uh and also it's 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 not just that because if it was like you know russell westbrook does the same thing but they're just like you know primal screams from his from his guts um these seem much more affected it seems like almost like cuz he wasn't doing this you know 3 years ago when he was like you know bum ankle bro um 
I think his like agent must have pulled up inside me like, let's sell some jerseys here. You got to do a little something, something after you make a shot here and there. Okay, Steph. I do think there's something to that. I think there's something to the fact that he like feels pressure to be yeah ultra an entertainer of yeah because it i don't know if it's it's not really natural i think if if like he was just playing in a vacuum he would i mean yeah he would probably still hold his threes but it I, like you know his, his shot sure. but i don't think that he would like no, be dragged into this whole vortex of exactly like, um, like having character that is like not like he's not you don't need that you just be and i think it's all very fabricated that's my that's my only issue like we would find that normally you know but I think the, I think there are a couple things that are forced. The, the do you ch- think we're heading for like a Steph Curry backlash in some way? Listen, I've honestly this is I've been keeping this inside for a long time. <laughs> it's, it's something I don't think many people will feel this way. It's just a very I'm a cynical I, person. I, I don't yet. I mean, it's gonna it's would be nearly impossible for there never to be like a moment where we don't like Steph Curry. Like we're gonna not like him at some point. Here's how cynical I am. I found reasons to not like be like super amazed by the game of thrones thing last (laughs) oh (laughs) no it's i I don't want to give spoilers though we can't we can't give spoilers can we we will later i mean we can't yeah we'll 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 do a quick game here's my i can do it without getting spoilers we'll do all right for the next two minutes we'll do a quick game of thrones thing two minutes say your thing listen here's my only thing you could attack on that I think I think people really like the idea, just like in Harry Potter, this very long plot device where you come back around to something that happened earlier on in the series and it's explained cleverly, you know, like What's in a clever Harry way. Potter? Like what? the Horcrux. The Horcrux. Oh, okay. More spoiler alerts for Harry Potter people. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Snape kills a Dumbledore. What's his name? Is that it? Dumbledore? Yeah. What? Dumbledore? Is that the guy? Snape kills Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I don't. No, not, that's yeah. not my world. That's not my journey. Um. Anyways, I just think that they, it's that it's clever how we tied it together, but I think it was tacked on. I think it was slightly tacked on. As meaning, like you don't think this was uh, necessary. It's not. I think it's here's what the. I don't want to get into it. We shouldn't get into it. I'll move. No, 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 here, no, no, no. Here's what I think happened. I think he started with a character named Hodor who says Hodor, and then he thought of a way to be like what does hodor sound like hold the door let's have him die holding a door and not like not that he starts with hold the door and we need a guy that's holding a door let's make a character where he has a seizure and you know what See, i'm saying i think so i legitimately think that that he knew that that was going to happen but what i think is in the books it, this his death wasn't going to mean as much mm-hmm. like it was going to mean something but i don't think it was going to mean i think with his death in the books not that it's happened in the books yet was that it would mean more of the fact that Bran can influence... Wait, the, the show's ahead of the books? Are you serious? I don't know. Yeah. Is it, this it is? whole season has been essentially ahead of the books. The only thing that is within the books currently is the Iron Islands crap. Wait, so how does that happen? How does... So, well, George R. R. Martin has basically kind of... like greenlit out- their writers just be like, okay, go ahead and write the rest of this well, stuff? Well, no, that he's like kind of outlined essentially what what his idea is for things that are happening. And that they're fill, kind of filling in the details, but like the big See, moments, like Hodor is going to die in the book. You know what? So I can probably going to happen. That makes sense to me because all these like little like green pixie people or whatever that are throwing firebombs and stuff. Like, where do these people come from? What's their well? Whole that's deal? definitely in the books. Yeah, I know, but it's like just only very cursed. Like they're just like they they pop up in the show, and it's like all right, yeah. What is, what is and they're like? a bigger deal in the ugh, everything's a bigger Anyways, deal. In the books, we right? don't. This this is yeah, not yeah, what this but is basically, about. But yeah, but I I don't think like George R R Martin was thinking that it was that. Hodor's death was going to be this emotional fucking 
you know, nuclear bomb. Wow, I can't believe you just dropped an F bomb about yeah. this. It's, I mean, I, it was an it was an emotional nuclear bomb for you. For some people, some <laughs> people are are putting up pictures of Hodor on elevators that say "Hold door." Oh God, have you seen really that? Corny corn asses everywhere. This I whole, mean, this, this is whole kind of town's that... gone soft, man. I'm telling. Anyways, you. Uh, back to the Nets. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Basketball. You were like crushing. Let me ask you Kenny one thing, and this has been talked about like crazy. Yeah. Um, the kick by Draymond Green. He's going to play. Should he have been suspended? Oh, uh, no, I don't think he should have been suspended. I do think he needs to admit to everyone in order to <laughs> like, we, there should be like a shame thing where it's like, you can either be suspended shame, and lie. Shame. Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they can either, yeah, like, yeah. they can either, um, yeah, be suspended and, and try to maintain your innocence or admit it, shame yourself and say, you kick him in the nuts and then play. I think that's what that, I think it should have been more medieval, you know? Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think he should have been suspended. I'm sure that, I know that there's precedent that Dwayne Wade did it and he got suspended and someone else did it and he got suspended and. It's close enough where you can be like, okay, I guess kind of, you can maybe make an argument that you didn't mean to kick him in the nuts. So that's. Well, and it, and it's just, I think it's, it's, you put him on, basically you put him on probation. And if you had taken him out of this game, you know how much people would have been bitching yeah. about the fact that Draymond Green was taken out of oh. game for like everyone's outraged now that he didn't get suspended. But a year later, we all would have been outraged that the series was influenced because of a maybe leg kick, you know, whatever. I, I think put him on probation, which is what they basically did by making it uh, flagrant two, And if he does something untowards, you give him two games. I mean, like you basically lay it out to him and say, if you do anything kind of crazy like that again, you're going to get two, and your team's going to lose the series. Yeah. Um, no, he got kicked in the testicles. And another thing too, I was trying to figure out what the hell happened. I like clicked away, came back. They wouldn't show the replay again, and they were talking about it, and they were just like, "Wow, he's got the wind knocked out." They do all these euphemisms like they do, and it's like, "Why can't you just tell me what happened?" I was trying to piece together what happened. I, I had like, the same experience. Kicked in the nuts. Now tell me, just in the testicles? No, it's a part of the body. Just say it. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. What, what yeah. well, that game was Sunday night, so yeah. it was probably Game of Thrones, right? I don't know. I just, yeah. Um, but. I I missed that moment, but I got back it right after the moment. And they just like wouldn't. Show, and I was like, "What happened yeah. to him?" And the way wouldn't talk, talk about it. Was like, it was like, like some bit, yeah, crazy thing. <laughs> exactly. Like, what the hell just happened to this guy? Yeah. Is he bleeding from his stomach? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, "Did he just get?" Stabbed? The way Chris Ward was talking about, it, he was like, "I don't know if he's going to come back in the game." Yeah. And I was like, "What happened to him?" And they shot free. Th- Stephen Adams shot free throws. And I was like, "Okay." And they just wouldn't show it. I don't know why. They wouldn't say it. So we need to, as a as a culture, we can. I think we need to agree. We can say testicle on TV. I think if you get hit in the nuts, you can say that. It, it, yeah, if it's in a play, yeah, bopped in the nuts, it's a thing. Yeah, it happens. We wear cups and, and they say baseball. kicked kicked in the groin. They're always talking about the groin. That's what they're saying. What, what is a groin exactly? Yeah, I'll let you Google that. Um, <laughs> my one last thing. Uh, so this is kind of like our morphed around news around the league because we're sort of talking about yeah. the news around the well, league. We didn't get to do the drop. Should I do? I'm going to do the drop anyhow. Yeah, just do it. It's the news. Where was the... Right, so bad. Um, that's it. That's it. News around the league. Uh, the last thing is... Mike, where's the volume? Cavs. You... Cavs Raptors. Focus, Brian. <laughs> Cavs Raptors. Is it a series? Are you? Are you? Are, is it a series? Are you? It's a Skip Bayless question. Um, who? I'll, is it, is I'll this, take that, is man. Is this Kyle Lowry's team? Uh, it is. <laughs> is it LeBron's team? Is actually <laughs> yeah. the Skip Bayless question. Yeah. Um, it is not a series. 
still, I would say. I'm not I'm not getting mixed up into this nonsense. This is the same way it was I'm a series you. when the Nets won two against Atlanta, you know? I think I'm with you. I think it's like uh I mean the Raptors are a pretty good team. They it would have been more ridiculous for them not to do well, like to not win a couple of games. Yeah. So they've won their two games. I don't think it's a series. I mean, it, it, it's a, it's legitimately a series, but it's not something that I'm like. Yeah, I I'm mean, not entertaining the possibility that the Raptors are going to be in the finals. The reason that they've lost these two games <clears throat> is because like they're missing what their two best player or two of their best three players are missing shots like crazy. I mean, just wide open shots. It's not like the Raptors are in the first in the same game. What was it? Game three? They were talking about how great their defense was. Or no, it was game two, the game that they eventually was talking about it. Uh, whoever the broadcasters were, and I was like, no, they're dismissing. They're dismissing shots. Of course, this is what always happens. But yeah. then they, I mean, they won that game eventually, um, but it'll happen again. They'll just get hot again, and that'll be it. Um, do you want to do a quick nets? Do you want to do free agency, or we should just punt free agency for another time? Yeah, maybe we should. I mean, there's going to be so much. I mean, do you want to talk? Oh, I got some mail. Oh yeah, mail time. Okay, that's enough. Turn it down. Mike, Michael, Michael. Here, I'll pause it. Go ahead, bring it back up. Um, so, <laughs> so this is from Sean Pinto. Uh, this is actually a great one. I meant to get into this one before. This has been languishing. Um, Sean and Pinto, boy. So he's got a lengthy email, but here's a trivia question for you. Smells. This one's for you. Um, the Nets had seven previous point guards and 21 total former players in the playoffs this season and two more taken with the Nets draft picks. Can you name them all? And then he's got a key, an answer key at the bottom. Wait. Which is super helpful. So what am I? So 21 players total that were in the playoffs, former Nets that were in the playoffs this year. Okay. So just name all 21? Let's do it right now. As many as you can in 30 seconds. I don't even know if I can name any. Start with the point guards. You know the point guards. I do? No. Maybe. I mean, no one. You don't know one of the players. Darren Williams. Yeah, come on. That's like your least favorite player ever. Why don't you just list them? Wow. Smelled stumped. Here, I'll go. I haven't even looked at the key yet. I'm sure Um, you haven't. No, I haven't actually. Um, Vince Carter. That's someone that I was, is always on my radar. <coughs> Richard sure. Jefferson. Yes. Um, Still playing, playing effectively. Mason Plumley, Sean Livingston, um, some recent people. Uh, Devin Harris. Devin Harris. Was Jordan Farmer? No. Where is he? No. No, he's on TV now. These, trying to think of these uh, point guards. Um. <laughs> Oh gosh, how many? How many is that? Smells. I think that's like five. <laughs> Shit. Former draft picks. He said draft picks too. So does that mean that if they were traded on draft night? Pack and Otten. Does that count? Did he? Did I count that? Is Pack and on one of these <laughs> he teams? He went to Portland. But did he play on one? Of, did he actually play? That counts right? Isn't that he's on there? I was All excited right. about that draft pick. I still am excited for the day that he comes back. Um. Wow. Okay. Here we go. I'm just gonna read them. So I had Darren Devin, Jorge Gutierrez in Charlotte, Jason Terry, boy, Jordan Farmar in Memphis. See, I told you. Oh, I didn't know. Um, Sean Livingston, like I said, Steve Blake. That's funny. Wow. Um, Chris Humphreys, Courtney Lee, 
Dante Jones, uh, Paul Chris Pierce. On, yeah. Um Gerald Green and Joe Johnson. What are we thinking, Smells? We gotta get our head out of our asses. We're silly. We're just we're just useless. Anyways, and a whole bunch more. Um good stuff. He also has some <clears throat> questions about point guards. Are you familiar with this guy, Malcolm Delaney, by the way? Yes. Everyone's talking about Malcolm Delaney. Yeah, he's I watched like the clips. a D League. Or is he overseas? He's overseas. He's overseas. Uh, he plays he's on like, the Russian team. Yeah. He's from Virginia Tech. Is that right? That sounds right. Um, but yeah, I saw him on. He was on some Draft Express list of being like the next, the next level of guy to be on in the NBA. Like not the next the Hassan next. White's yeah. Whiteside, but you know, guys who are the best guys who are in the NBA who could be just signed as free agents. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Based on what I've seen, uh, you know, which is I put together opinions very rapidly off YouTube. Um, yeah, he seems interesting. Probably, I don't know what I don't know what people want out of this point guard, free agency wise, out of the point guard position. Like what? I think most people just want like just average. Like if you give me league average, which is something that this team did not have. Um, that that's all I would ever want it, want out of this team. Just give me someone average. Like I've looked at Brandon Jennings a lot, but he's not gonna. I don't understand. He's not good. I don't understand anymore. you people. Rajon Rondo is out there to be had. I Let's really don't want Rondo. Him. What are we doing? And I think it would be a bad sign for this franchise if they signed a guy like that. <laughs> like it's he's not, not a cool dude. And all this like, did you see the kumbaya did stuff? Did you see the video of him playing Connect Four with? <laughs> yeah, Isaiah I watched Thomas. that. I don't know why I, I watched, watched that. all nine minutes of that. Just studying, just just something like it made me like Isaiah Thomas more. Well, he's a lot more um, like bashful than I realized. You know, he's like, oh, it's <laughs> kind of bad. Like, first of all, Rajon Rondo is like, like gross, grossly competitive about Connect Four, which is a dumb game. I think we can all agree. If you spend a lot of time getting good at a dumb game, is that making you? Have you, you played super someone smart? who's good at Connect Four? No, no, it because really I'm not. Is, I don't go to summer camp it's anymore. It's really lame yeah to like yeah. like you just get okay wow you beat me at, like you know i guess you could say this about any game but you beat me at connect four it's like good for you look i get it i get it when you're like you've de- dedicated your life to a thing and it's like a special thing for you that's i can get it connect four should not be i, I hate to say it should not be one of those things it's basically chess. cool fine you're like a chess freak and you're like one connect of these- four is just like mega tic-tac-toe right i mean it's Basically, is mega tic tac toe. Mega tic tac toe, as crazy tic tac toe as you can get. Yeah, and <laughs> so Mazel tough. You're good at that. Um, You're just so jelly. I can I can feel it. I've gotten beaten pretty bad at uh, Connect Four recently, and it, what, it felt why really were bad. You playing Connect Four, it uh, is it is an embarrassing game to lose at because it's like supposed to be. Well, and the, what the person does will be like, well, if you would have just put this here, you would have won and blocked me in every move. But no, yeah. you didn't. I'm like, yeah, all right, up. I don't need the Shut fucking up. post-game yeah. show from you, asshole. <laughs> You're dropping a lot of F-bombs this show, Mike. I know. What's going on? Is it the heat? It's the summer. That's what it is. Yeah. It's the heat. First day no, summer. I was at the DMV today, and that's uh, gotten me angry. This is the residual. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. By the way, he's already getting draft buzz after my tweet. All right, I tweeted this out weeks ago, and now he's getting crazy draft buzz. Joel... Balomboy. Okay, you know who he is? No. Okay. So what I do, my draft announcement, if I was a GM, the only thing I would ever look at is wingspan in relation to height and just that. <laughs> that would basically be it. And I think that's how you should draft. Speaking of which, teams. you saw Anthony Bennett doing the Veterans Invitational I got excited. workout. Got excited, even though apparently he's horrible. He's- how... I don't know. I don't know how could that like the 
the horrible everyone's just like repeats that line he's horrible yeah i get it he's bad he had a very bad he's career. had a lot of chances yeah and everyone like knox is like you know work ethic and everything like that but at some point the man was on everyone's radar they had him as deep as seventh and as high as number one. He was the next Larry Johnson, or yes, just one of those stubby. Look, I watched. Short guys. I watched some old mixtapes. Looks pretty cool. So there's something cool in there. I used to follow him on Instagram. Yeah, not sure why. Is that true? Seemed like a nice guy, but Joel Balamboy. Okay, huge wingspan, seven point one seven five. He's six eight without shoes on, so he's six nine with shoes. Tremendously productive at Weber State. Weber State, do you know Weber State? 17 points per game. 12.6 rebounds per game. Don't look at me like that anymore. I'm just trying to find the guy who's <laughs> going to be there between 55 and 60. The Nets can pick. Uh, yeah. And apparently he's now moved up to first round pick. But Joel Balamboy, that's my pick. I just yeah. want everyone to go look at the 2013 draft. Just look at that. Oh, by the way, how stoked were you on the fact that the Boston Celtics didn't get the super cool number one or number two pick, and now they get Dragon Bender? <laughs> how awesome. You guys suck. So lame. It's perfect. And and people in Boston are freaking out. Like They're saying like they have to offer everything for the second pick to try to convince the Lakers of something. But Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. I know. Well, I mean, they were, I mean the they second, were the so second annoying pick about it. would have been fine. I would have been okay with that. It would have made my peace. But the first overall pick, just like the, the disgustingness that you would have heard on ESPN, like, oh, look at the dumb nets. God, I know. Just like really dodged a bullet. Now we get to hear about Dragon Bender laying, laying bricks. How bad do you feel for Hinky, though? Zero percent bad. What you are you talking about? You don't feel bad for him? No, I know. He has this master plan the first time that they actually oh get my this God. first overall pick that they he's not there for. I it. can't wait. No, he would have he would have blown that pick like he blows every pick. They're better off. It's actually the best time to get rid of a guy like that because his 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 it's picks true. did not go over so well. Did you read that thirteen page essay? It's hilarious. I did read it, and one I figured out that he's a good a bit smarter than me. What uh, uh, a good a bit? Well, when you when you put it like that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for, for, <laughs> first of all, that's not true. That's just like he's like regurgitating like NBA bullshit. That's M MBA bullshit, not NBA. Uh, just like like referencing every like you know free thinker that he can possibly muster. Yeah. It's like k- just kill yourself. What I it's love so is that horrible. there's a tweet from Woj I think that said like sources tell me that Hinky is horrified that his letter got out, meaning yeah. that the because like, it is horrifyingly embarrassing. I'm sure you leaked it. Stop. Yeah. You you leaked what, your Hinky linked his own letter. Yeah. No, Stop maybe. it. Maybe. Whatever, man. But it is embarrassing. Re- maybe you realized in retrospect it was embarrassing. Uh, do you want to do random stuff? Or uh, wait, I got one more piece of mail, you little oh, stinker. Give me, give me some mail. Um, Brian, give me some mail. Wait, I wanted to talk more about Sean Pinto because he was talking about Ian Clark, Golden State Warriors third PG, um, and Alan Crabb. I really like Ian Clark. I don't think I know enough about him to really have a strong he opinion. He plays a good amount for, like, not a good amount, but like he plays enough on the Warriors. It makes me think that he's going to be a pretty good player. And then Alan Crabb is his other guy. What are your thoughts? How did the Nets have him? How did they have him? How is he a former Net? No, that's not. No, these aren't players that are former. These are he's talking about point guard or just prospective people to to, to look at. Oh, yeah, uh, Crab is on my list of mid tier low good guys who could be good on the Nets. Oh wow! How where's that list? Can I see that list? 
Oh, you don't actually have that. Alan Crab, just... Jordan Clarkson, and Evan Fournier. Is that where that's, is that? Is that you it's actually right have here? That? Oh my god, I, they're insane. Called, they're called my Damari Carrolls. <laughs> okay, and I did that before Kenny Atkinson was hired. I just called them my Damari Carrolls. Yeah. Alan Crab, Jordan Clarkson, Evan Fournier. I'm not breaking new ground here. You know, I'm just I'm finding the diamonds, pulling them out. Yeah, you're doing great. Shining um, them off. So the next one is <laughs> is Louis Estevez, Chaboy. Um and Louis was the one, so I stole his Malcolm Delaney talking point, but he was, I'm just just shouting you out, brother. Um, so that was that, and we talked about Malcolm Delaney. Um, and we agreed that a shoot-first a shoot point guard from Russia is maybe not the best move. No, I, I say that's a good move. Good move. I'd rather that than Rondo. Uh, you're sadly mistaken. Um, you want to do random stuff? Sure. Uh, I don't know how much you care about minor league baseball. A lot. The, have you heard about what the Binghamton Mets are doing? Heard about this? <laughs> have you seen this? No, I haven't seen this or heard about this. No. They're changing their name. Yeah. They put uh, six names up for a vote after uh, thousands of submissions online. Okay. Apparently, Binghamton is the merry-go-round capital of the world. Oh. Uh, here are the names that people can vote on. Okay? This is for a minor league baseball team. The Bullheads, which is a catfish. Okay. Kind of catfish. Now it gets kind of weird. Mm. Gobblers. Mm. For, uh... Is outdoor- the, Bing- the Binghamton? It would be the Binghamton Gobblers. Binghamton Gobblers. It's a mouthful. The next one would be the Binghamton Rocking Horses. Whoa. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Ooh, I like that. The Binghamton Stud Muffins. What? These are real? Which apparently is something to do with carousel horses. And the Binghamton Timber Jockeys. Rumble Ponies? Rumble Ponies. Please tell me Rumble timber Ponies. Timber Jockeys, Stud Muffins. Timber Jockey sounds vaguely phallic, and I don't I don't know exactly how. I think all of them do. With a Rumble Pony? I guess that does. What would make that the best... That sounds more the, like the Rumble Pony. I don't know. It's what would make the best... Jersey, the gobblers, the bullheads, the rocking horses, the rumble ponies. Was it, is, is rumble pony? I don't know why it's, I'm hooked on that, but what, is that in reference to something? What exactly is a rumble pony? Uh, it is a tribute to the Triple Cities, which is apparently what Binghamton is. Jeez, carousel heritage. The Binghamton rumble ponies is a herd of fierce horses that <laughs> that no carousel center pole can contain. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? This is from their website. That I'm not no even... carousel. Uh, I'm very is confused. a herd of fierce horses that no carousel center pole <clears throat> can contain. That is a a rumble pony. What one? Which one won? I'm very interested. And I yeah, hope... it's up for vote, so you can go vote now. Well, it's winning. What's, on, can, can you uh, see the? I don't know. Let me uh, uh, click on it. One sec. Rats. What do you? What would you? You want timber jockeys? Timber jockeys is pretty cool. I mean, I'm good for any kind of odd. You know, man. Like, let's mix it up. Let's not have another like bulldogs or whatever. Um, you want me to vote? You want What's the official glue guys vote? Rumble ponies. I think Rumble ponies is the winner. Rumble Binghamton oh, Rumble ponies enter. is popping off my out of my mouth. Like, They're making amazingly. me enter my first name, my address, my zip code. I'm not doing that. <laughs> they want personal information <laughs> for this. Huh? I'm not putting my name to that list. <laughs> All right, someone's gonna spam it. Um, put in your personal information. Do it now. Last one. Yeah. Last thing. Now this is a game we played last year. It's a game I enjoy playing. This time of the year is uh, when TV channels do their upfronts, when they produ- when they show their new shows that are coming out in the fall to advertisers. 
Okay, a lot of fun <laughs> ideas that are out there. You love this. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go by networks. I'm going to name two new shows each. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name the title of the show. I'll tell you what if it's a drama or a comedy. You have to tell me what the show is. Sure. Okay, we'll start with ABC. Yeah. Show is called Designated Survivor. It is a drama. And I will tell you the main cast member is Kiefer Sutherland. Designated Survivor. Yes. So this is a this is fiction. This is not a reality TV show. Yes. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland is in there. Yeah. <laughs> He's done some reality is, in the this, past. I think all yeah, all these are gonna be uh scripted television. Designated Survivor. De- designated Survivor. Yes. Um thinking about like a designated driver who has survived some kind of trauma, um, maybe to do with drunk driving. Interesting. That could, that's, <laughs> that's a good idea for you. That's a little bit. I, I'm really keyed in on designated, though. This one yeah. centers on a low-level U.S. cabinet member, Kiefer Sutherland, who Wait. was suddenly appointed president. Wait, this is, these are two Kiefer Sutherland? No, no, he's in the show. Sorry, wasn't he not in Designated Survivor? He's the, in oh, Designated this is, this is the This, this is, is the show. <laughs> I thought this was a different show. So. Kiefer Sutherland is a yeah. low-level U.S. cabinet member yeah. who is suddenly appointed president after a catastrophic attack during the State of the Union kills everyone above him wow. in the presidential line of succession. Wow. wow. Everyone. This is uh, a That is series... such a bad idea for a show. <laughs> what is that? Why did Kiefer Sutherland... That's insane. Excellent. Yeah. It's like an old joke, essentially. Like, when the when the Secretary of Agriculture, how would he become president? Literally everyone above him has to die. So... And designated because somebody like chose him specifically. He's the designate. He's the the guy that is sure, sure. The guy, the next guy up after everyone above him is yeah. Is but killed so who chose attack. him and how and why? Is that what we're getting at? No. There's literally everyone. Di- no. It's just an accident. There's a like line a proper of succession, accident. right? How, how do those people die? Something happened. Uh, an attack at the State of the Union. The State of the Union. An attack. Yeah, there's an attack at the State of the Union. Like, well, I'm hoping now because there. I'm like, now, why, why is he the guy? You know, <laughs> well, why, who doesn't? Who's doing? Who's calling the shots here? Um, this is a drama. It's called Still Star Crossed. Okay. Now think think of who are the most star crossed lovers. I'm gonna go Romeo and Juliet. Is this uh, so? This is a modern day Romeo and Juliet. This is horrible. This is. I mean, we, you gave me too well, much of a is, hint. It is horrible, go. but. Yeah. <laughs> It's a sequel to Romeo and Juliet. They didn't die? They did die. Oh. We're going to... It's a show, a period drama that picks up where Romeo and Juliet left off. Okay. Charting the treachery, palace intrigue, and ill-fated romances of the Montagues and Capulets in the wake of the young lover's tragic fate. People think that anyone cares about those stories anymore. I just... You know what I did the other day? I went to a career career day for my sister, um, her high school. So get this. I went into a room... Five, five, five different rooms of like 30 17-year-olds, sweaty 17-year-olds to talk about what I do for a living. Oh, my and God. And they didn't give me any preparation, nothing. They're like, don't even bring a presentation, no visual aids, no nothing. And I was like, oh, okay, good. That'll be very conversational and easy. When I get there, they're like, here's your stool in front of the people. <laughs> now go. <laughs> I'm like, great, good. I'll just talk about me for half an hour. Did you get any buzz, any reaction? <laughs> I mean, at times I said enough who likes books yeah exactly who likes books like yeah i wish i'd brought some books here you know because everyone likes and then everyone was up in applause like like that uh yeah no it was bad it was brutal other people there that were way more prepared there was like everyone everyone in there 
was in the military. They were all dressed in command, like they're oh god, <laughs> way cooler military than stuff. And they had visual aids with them. One guy was a cop. He had like all these like posters of like shootouts and stuff. I was like, oh, all right, this is you guys. You've been waiting your whole lives for this career day, and this is <laughs> I'm woefully outgun outmanned here. Um, I did. I had candy in my backpack. <laughs> And Wait, I, didn't, I didn't even give for it to them. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even give it to them. I was ashamed. <laughs> what do you think about 17-year-olds? That they want... That like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was like, hey, here's the... candy. <laughs> they don't give a crap about candy. I had a kid with the hard stuff, man. Look, and then here's what happened. So I'm like going around these classes. Going to one of the classes, one of the kids got a blow pop. Like, but like the whole front row's got blow pops. I'm like, they got candy. Somebody, <laughs> get, somebody gave these kids candy. Um, no, it was horrible. Did you tell him about the pod? I should have. I should have been like, actually, my my primary gig is I've got this pod thing that's working out. We're about to get Fleshlight as our sponsor. So we're I'll <laughs> take it, man. Yeah. I'll take anything. Yeah. Uh, CBS. <coughs> CBS, they're known Who's for procedurals. No, no, no. Oh, this <laughs> is another show. It's <laughs> another show. CBS is known for kind of lame, older comedies and procedural dramas okay we'll start off with the comedy man with a plan starring matt leblanc oh god this sounds horrible uh so matt leblanc guy with a five-year retirement plan um goes awry episode one in the pilot that'd be a good show am i uh gotta get his money back for retirement this is, this is basically <laughs> how old is matt LeBlanc mr mom yeah uh, uh miss what my wife saying what are you, what are you saying samuel Okay, mm-hmm. little in, little palace intrigue here. Who was the co-star? Um, so originally, so this show is basically Matt LeBlanc's wife is going to go back to work, so he has to become Mr. Mom and take care of the kids. He's a contractor. He's not used to dealing with, mm. you know, schools and yeah. groceries. Sure, blue-collar guy. So it's going to be, you know, it's going to be great. My wife was saying that, so Jenna Fisher from The Office, Pam from The Office, is going to be in it. Is she not now? Or is she? Oh, so she, Jenna Fisher, got kicked off the show because... Yeah, who thought that chemistry was going to work? That's, that's a horrible... Yeah. Um, second one. This is the second one? This is the second show. I, th- I think you just did like three shows there. No, nah, it was one show. Yeah. <laughs> the show is called Bull. It's a drama. Bull? Bull. B-U-L-L. Bull. <clears throat> as in... <laughs> Why do you keep saying it like that? Don't... Bull. 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 Oh, okay. Um, bull. Um, it's about... Uh, gosh. Some of these are just shows I want to tell you about. So I think it's I like Bull in a China of... Shop thing. I'm thinking like it's just a really um, clumsy... <laughs> A clumsy, a clumsy guy. A clumsy I've guy. Got a show for you. Go. Just a clumsy guy. <laughs> That's basically what Family Matters was. Was like, let's... Yeah. We got a family, and then there's this clumsy guy that comes and breaks their stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Bull is based on the early career of Dr. Phil during his days as a head of one of the most prolific trial consulting services of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Phil? Is that actually starring Dr. Phil? No, it's starring some guy from NCIS. Um, uh, wow. It's apparently like. Part of the Zelda show is that, like, very sexy look at trial. I don't understand Zelda. how people, like, I, and not to sound, you know, annoying or anything, but, like, I overheard a conversation at work the other day. People were like, did you watch the new Castle? 
It's like you did what? You watched? <laughs> you've been watching so many castles in a row. <laughs> you have a, an opinion about this latest one? The like, new one, <laughs> the new castle. What? Did that happen? I know. That's it. Like, how do you, yeah, they're like, yeah, it's good. You should watch it. Ca- no, of course I'm not going to watch Castle. Uh, I don't even know what it's about. I have no interest. Like I see it on before the t- like before the NBA stuff. Like nothing doesn't like. There's not even there's not those even just go on forever. Like Bones. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What Bone, is that? Bo- Bones. I think is still on. It's just on. Yeah. Millions of dollars being made off yeah. of a show that I've never met a person that watched. Yeah. Bones. <laughs> Seeing the new Bones. Yeah. Uh, this is also on Fox. Speaking of Bones, which is on Fox as well. Son of Zorn. It's a comedy. It's a comedy called Son of Zorn. I, I hope this isn't like some kind of um, Mork and Mindy like spinoff or something. Kind of like Mork and Mindy, a little. I mean, maybe the same tones, kind of. Yeah. So like alien, alien on Earth inhabiting the Earth, kind of things. So. Sort of. Yeah. Um, centers on an animated barbarian father who comes home to live with his. Live action son and ex wife. Whoa! So live action TV what show. Channel is this one? Fox. Whoa! But the the, the father is going to be a cartoon. People have been trying to get a caveman related show on ever since the Flintstones, and it's just not going to happen. Nobody wants it. Nobody. It's like westerns. Yeah. We don't want westerns anymore. Um, I'm excited for the Deadwood movie though. That's the one thing. Did you watch? You didn't. Like I wa- I stopped watching after I, I told you after the kidney. You didn't like After that, them, I was just like, like that kidney. Right, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> the <laughs> kidney, I, the I, kidney stone did it for you. That's true. I almost stopped watching the Game of Thrones after the the reek thing. It went on for so many episodes. Yeah, that was we talking about his. We could have his made wiener. that two episodes. Yeah, I know. Right. Last one, NBC. Good. Okay, Miranda's rights. Drama. About the Miranda rights, you would think, I mean, right? Um, is the. Uh, I guess I'm worried because I, I don't. Now you're gonna catch me on my, you know, my. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, law enforcement history. I don't know where that comes from. Where does the Miranda's right come from? Um, I think it was a court case in Arizona that went to the Supreme Youth, Court. Okay, all right, you know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the, let me see the Wikipedia page you got. On. No big deal. <laughs> so it's just called M- Miranda's rights. It's a legal soap centering on 28 year old Miranda Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, who gets a shot of redemption six years after a sex scandal upended her life. She's hired by a group of millennials living and working together in a startup law firm. Whoa. So literally, the title of the show is just based on a, an obscure legal Yeah, has thing. nothing to do with it. Nothing to just, do with it. It's just called Miranda's <laughs> Rights. That's amazing. They just take a turn of phrase from anywhere. It, yeah. Like a sexy scandal. It's yeah. a sc- Wow. That's it. That's how you. That's how you make TV. One more show. Good. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to go through this. But it's called Powerless. Comedy. Set in the DC Comics universe, full of superheroes, villains, and people just like us. Powerless is described as an office comedy about the exceedingly average employees at an insurance company and their their quest to find their own power. Wait, wait. Say that again. So apparently, it's a comedy. Yeah. A workplace comedy. Uh huh. In the DC universe sure. of people, regular people who work at an insurance company. Uh, now I know there's and they're one, like covering like when Batman there's like, like breaks your neck. You, there's one joke, right? Yeah. How that's one joke that yeah, like that's Superman leveled a bil- building. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. A, a Dilbert cartoon, right? But we're gonna make a wow. 
Um, yeah. So that's it. That's the that's the pod. I love how how keyed into the you know the TV schedules you always are. You really you really love your culture. Your your culture vulture. I would say culture vulture. I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, we'll save below deck. We'll do a full oh, below Danny, deck pod. Danny is killing it. Love this guy. Best best character on oh TV my God, ever. What is wrong with the him? Best. The best. The best. <laughs> Little. <laughs> he can't help. What he can't help himself around. He's a. He's around just women. A, uh, yeah. He's a baby. He's that, a. He's the, literally a baby. The conversations he's, he's having with that person on deck are. They need to be bottled and sold. They're <laughs> so great. They're like. They're just like. I love like good energy. You like good energy? Oh. Ooh. Pos- oh, I have, like positivity. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like I don't know, man. Like this is something different about her. It's like I've seen uh, a, a tilted kilt model. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's no, great. It's good. We'll so get to that we'll, next. we'll 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 put a cork in it and uh, yeah, pop it open. Put a cork later. in it. Why don't you smell it? Why don't you take us out of this? Uh, so thanks again, Brooklyn Game, for hosting us on the website. You can check us out on thebrookengame.com. You can check us out on iTunes, search Glue, search Glue Guys. You can check us out on Twitter at Guys. Brian, good night. Woo! Show that now you can now go home.